You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. So if you rebuke me for working with someone else on a couple of V's, what do you really think of the nigga that's making your beats? I've done things for him I thought that he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. I pop style for 30 hours, then let him repeat. Now you popping up with the jokes, I'm dead, I'm asleep. I just left him over by y'all putting pen to the sheets. Tired of sitting quiet and helping my enemies eat. Keep getting temperature checks, they know that my... Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman. This is up next every Wednesday or Thursday, depending on when you're listening to this. We review WWE NXT every week, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We are the nerdy guys who watch NXT and anything coming up next in the world of professional wrestling, because we're weird like that. Davey, what is going on, friend? Um... Not a whole lot, just working a lot. Um, <laughs> it's uh, summertime in the six. It is. It's here. busy patio season. Patios are lit, Davey. Very, they're great. Uh, it's much better sitting on them than working on them. Yes. Um, but I shouldn't complain. Because you're making money. Because I'm making money. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, we uh, just... Which I need because I fucked my laptop yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. You, you ruined your, your computer. Yeah. So, so um, I interviewed uh my friend amir jordan yesterday which we're gonna have up hopefully sometime today maybe tomorrow um i think should we just put it as a separate show on our feed i think so yeah sure we we went for uh about an hour i think it's it's interesting because you guys are like it's like you guys are like kind of friends so it's just like a a conversation absolutely yeah um and he's in the wwe uh so yeah basically to to sum it up he's uh he's gonna be in the uh uk tournament and he, I believe he's the first ever Pakistani-born wrestler in WWE. Insane. Which is pretty cool. Um, but also, it's we don't talk about WWE that much. We talk more about uh, how he, he got, got to here. this point. So I think it's a really interesting talk for anyone who's maybe thought about going to wrestling or whatever. Because his story's crazy. He started two years yeah, ago I heard, and now yeah. he's in WWE. So... Um, I think it's really interesting and some of the stories he has um, in his training and everything 
Um, it's quite inspirational, so, and it just shows that anyone can do it if you've got the right drive, uh, and he definitely does. Follow so, your dreams. Follow your dreams, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, well, unfortunately, yeah, you... I had the, this interview all set up, and uh, I bought a, a new mic for my Mac. Look at the it, dedication on this man. He went and bought a microphone with his own money. With my own monies, and uh, went... Uh, went to get it all set up and my USB ports on my Mac aren't working. So I went to the shop right next door to mine and be like, what's going on? Because it, it works when it... Like, I'll plug something in and it charges. A light goes up right. on or whatever. But it's not recognising the device to actually use it properly. Um, so then you try to update... And so he was like, do an update and it might work. But also because my laptop's fucking knackered um the battery i learned so many words talking <laughs> <to you. laughs> um it only works when it's plugged in so i've gotcha, i've got my yeah. laptop plugged in common problem yeah i've got oh, okay it's updating start tidying my room um trip over the lead and it cuts out uh mid installation wow. so now my laptop is fried Gone. Fried. Um, so okay, I quickly so like messaged Braden and was like, "Help! I need. I've got this interview going." Soon. I was like, "I was like working later. In, I'm going to be working later in the afternoon. It was like a hot day. I'm like, I, <laughs> I had plans later in the in the week, the next day to like have people over. So I was like, literally people? woke. I was gonna have. I was gonna clean my place, and literally a, a you're person? like, yeah, yeah. And you were a like, female person. No, 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 <laughs> never that. Um, and you, you, uh, you were like, I need, I need to come record. I was like, yeah, for sure. So then. You came over, you recorded, and I just hung out in my backyard and smoked a J, and it was fine. Um, so I came to the rescue that day. Yeah. So, but to listen to this interview, uh, we'll put it up on our feed on postwrestling.com, on our iTunes feed, uh, iTunes feed up next. Um, and then uh, we'll be, we'll, we have the, the post wrestling has the, the British uh, show that we got on our feed here, but I'm sure me and you are going to be watching this tournament and, and talking about it because it's at NXT. It's, we talk about all the stuff that's like up and coming, is basically what our show is. So. Yeah, and I, I think the uh, Raw Lab Hall show has the NXT titles to Exactly. As well. It's got some undisputed um, air on it and stuff. So we're so going to review gonna be a that. a bit of a well. crossover there. I think we should. We, we'll I think we'll we talk should. about that as well. So this interview will be up on uh, our feed there, and hopefully in the future uh, we'll, we'll be having some more interviews uh who knows what we can try like to scramble to, and, and i think our like the way our show is it's very conversational so, definitely and i think that's what we we got from the uh the interview yesterday it was it was a conversation yes rather than like which is fun to listen to. definitely but, um yeah i th i think you'll like it so check it out so check out that interview on our feed up next post wrestling all that good stuff but we have to talk about the most interesting and <laughs> I was going to say important but it really isn't um, Enzo Amore oh I thought you were going to say Aqua coming to Twitch. oh no I'm actually pissed off because no one asked if I wanted to go and tickets were on sale <laughs> but let's, we don't need to talk about that um, Enzo Amore released a rap song a hip hop track have you listened to it? I have you've heard some parts of it I've heard bits okay so uh, you're not a hip hop guy anyways me and you uh, we're, we're good friends but we don't we have similar tastes in other music because I'm pretty broad in my music sure. uh, thing but when it comes to like trap and hip hop and all that stuff you're not a fan you make fun of post me listening to Post Malone way too often in our personal <laughs> life um, but um, you didn't like this song the real one is his new rap name Enzo Amore real one Phoenix is this name of the song because he's rising from the ashes, Davey. He's coming back for retribution. Um, this song is very interesting in, in the terms of hip-hop because 
he uh, raps about the allegations against him. And in if you look at the lyrics to the song, which he's like been tweeting out and stuff, he is saying that these things that this uh, – if you're following the Enzo Amore story and if you're listening to this show, you probably are. Um, he basically says uh, – <laughs> I'm going to quote some lyrics here. Public prosecution over constitution, gender persecution hurts the Me Too movement and our women's revolution. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> if this guy is truly, truly innocent, okay, cool. If you're, if it comes out ever that you're not, you're a prick, dude. Because this is some serious, weird yeah. stuff. You're rapping about how you're, you're innocent, and I get it. If you really are, then, then go for you. When res- when he was wrestling in the WWE, people, there was so many dirt sheets saying he was like not really, really well liked. Mm. Uh, does that? So I don't know. I just, it's such a touchy thing. Can you support this guy? Can you still listen to his music even though he's a, he's accused? It's accused. There's no new evidence. There's nothing. People are saying maybe the, the girl is lying. You could say that for a lot of cases and a lot of different things. This is a pretty serious thing. Um, but uh, now he's trying his, 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 his hand at, at hip-hop and rap. Um, it's just very interesting. I, myself, uh, the song was not that great. Um, <laughs> I didn't really like it. I, I do think he's got balls for he's- saying that, though. I he, think he got, he's very good with words, and he always has yes, been. Yes. Like, he like so it kind of makes sense for him uh, to go into something like that. And like as you said, it's not my area of area Ex- of music or, or like I don't I don't know enough to know what's good, what's not good. Right. But it makes sense. Like it's what's going to get people talking. Sure. If he just released a song about right, something else, right, right. sure. Uh, oh, it's that ex-WWE guy who was accused. Who now like, And now he knows, like, people that don't know who he is are sure. going to hear, okay, there was this dude accused of doing this awful thing. Yeah. Uh, he was found not guilty, and now he's released a a song all about that. Yeah. Uh, and pulls no punches. Like... This uh, okay, so in the world of hip hop, uh, possibly the most famous rapper ever, uh, which Endo Amore has a tattoo on him, the Thug Life tattoo on his stomach, which is actually from Tupac. Tupac Shakur had that tattoo. Tupac Shakur was accused of of uh, sexual abuse and, and 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 all that stuff, and was found guilty of this. Now, if you're really a hip hop head and you know your stories and stuff like that. If you ask a lot of people, he kind of was just happened to be with the wrong crew that kind of did some awful things. And because he was with them and because he's famous, he got tagged for that. But other people see it the other way. Like, hey, maybe it was his fault. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know these things. But Tupac then was released from jail after serving his time and then came out with an album. And his whole album was very similar. Lyrics were like, hey, like, fuck everyone. I'm out of jail now and you can't stop me and blah, 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 and I'm free, and I did my time, and I'm innocent still, but I did the time. So it's really interesting, because this guy has already has had this Tupac tattoo on his thing for quite a long time, and then this all happened. It's just very interesting. The song itself, um, you you said earlier, I played it for you just before we started recording, and you uh, you said it sounded like what song? Like um, the... Engine Engine number no. 9, what is that? Uh... <laughs> Which I'm impressed that you know that, that oh, stuff. Oh, come on, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he kind of sounds like, uh, like mystical or... Uh, Flatbush zombies or something. He's really like rough, like Enzo Amore. Uh, I don't know about the song. The song is, is it's just interesting. There was a case. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're aware of a guy called Rolf Harris. No, I do not. Okay, this. Um, so this was a guy who was a 
a children's TV presenter, okay, um, an artist. A he had a a TV show called Animal Hospital. Sure. He's this lovable old Australian man who lived in the UK who did all these shows, and everyone loved. And he had all these uh, songs like um, Jake the Peg and Two Little Boys Had Two Little Toys and like all okay. these like cute little sure. children songs. And he uh, he got done for like with the Harvey Weinstein and all this like sure, yeah. a whole load of right, awful sexual things. assaults and is in prison now. Wow. When he was in prison, he started writing songs like about all these women that accused him. Okay. It's disgusting. Oh, and that's it awful. and it got like leaked out and right. everyone even more is like fuck you. For sure. So um Is that as, how- I, as I said, I like he's Enzo's been found guilt uh, found not guilty. Yes, yes. So like and if he is truly not guilty. Not guilty. He seems pretty adamant in like, his lyrics. Yes. You know what? Good for him. Whatever. Like he lost his job. Like he he claims he, the police never ever. He didn't. He had nothing. To, he had knew nothing until like right. he says he did. So you do you listen to him. Maybe he's telling the truth. I don't know because he he has such a bad record of being such a, a prick backstage yeah. and stuff. Does that change that? I don't know. Of I still being, feel like, like maybe he is being a. A dick doesn't, doesn't make you. Yeah, like I didn't particularly like it. Like I liked him to start with, right, and then right. like I was like, I kind of feel you are this person. Also, like it, it also but it doesn't mean you deserve this. This shit. If this happening. is if this is happening exactly. to you. Yeah. Uh, so and if that is the case, good for him for like keeping a making a career out for of sure because he like, seems really into it like as a hip-hop guy uh he he went about doing it the right way he got a, a video director for this video that has worked with drake like he's made videos for drake so he went the, to this the g- nxt referee like, <laughs> no not drake the nxt ref drake the the singer we'll get to him in Never two seconds yeah yeah you we'll get to that in like two okay. seconds but he also released this song on um, World Star Hip Hop, which is a website you can you pay money to release your song on their website. Okay. And judging by how much you're 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 paying them, they put it on their main site, they put it on their main feeds on YouTube and then all these sites, and that gives you traction. Like he just released a song a few days ago, and it's almost got a million views on YouTube. Right. So like he's doing something right. Yeah. He he knew what he was doing. He's got connections with rappers and and stuff. But also, I I believe he did. Well, I know he did this big like meet and greet thing in Times New Square. New York, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, went to yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And she said it was <clears throat> it was nuts and so many people were there and didn't even know who he was but there was just this like mayhem hype around which it. Which is that good. That's more creative. More like clearly he go. got like some sort of like creative team to be like hey, this is what we do. Yeah, you release this, she, this, this, she's this. A, she's a wrestling fan so like she wanted to go to meet sure. Enzo Amore and there were obviously other people like that but she was like there were a whole load of people that were just joining in didn't have a clue what was going on. No, it's true. So it's it's interesting. Like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to hope and you can separate art from artists too. Like it's so tough. Like as wrestling fans that's the biggest debate. Can you go watch a Chris Benoit match yeah, like exactly. you know what I mean like so sometimes you gotta like okay so but what I'm saying as a hip hop dude the track itself is not that great I feel like he could do a little bit better because I've seen him on Instagram stories in the past like freestyling over mm. beats and stuff he's pretty good so I've seen him on WWE TV yeah he, he cuts like, promos really good there's no denying that dude, yeah there's yeah. no denying that if you love him or you hate him he's he's talented in that he's silver tongue so I don't know I want to see where it goes I want I kind of want him to do well like in a weird way, I want it to work because 
not not because he's an accuser or anything like that. Because it sounds like maybe he really is uh, innocent in this. I, and it's, it's it's such a weird, <laughs> sticky situation. But it's, depending how big he gets, potentially, sure, will WWE be knocking on the door again? Yeah, you good know question. What like? yeah. Good question. Will he be back in WWE one day? We we maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. But uh, sticking on the world of hip hop, David, you, you do know who Drake is. Never because heard of him. because he's got uh, uh, in the world of wrestling, it's just like hip hop. People fight and people butt heads. And Drake has been dissed by Pusha T. Do you know who that is? Uh, Booker's brother. Oh my God, Mister's brother. Stop. Oh my God, Pusha T. <laughs> That's well done. Uh, Pusha T is a rapper who's like boys with Kanye. He's been rapping for years and years and years, and he's dissed Drake in the past. But Drake has always ignored it because it's like if you if you diss someone, you're pr- kind of trying to get their uh, their star Reaction. power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but finally, he dissed Drake, and Drake has actually responded the day after this guy's album Daytona came out. And Drake replied with a, a freestyle, the Duppy freestyle, and it was really good. And people were like, "Oh, Drake like, got him." But then Pusha T comes out with uh, a, retra- a retraction now, or not a retraction, a reply, and it's like talking about how Drake has a secret child, a baby with a porn star, uh, that he, uh, there's so many terrible things that he's like, oh, it's just awful. But he goes on to say in the track that uh, his producer, who makes all the Drake beats, uh, 40, um, who has MS in real life, that he he's looking sick and that he might die soon. So that's why everyone's like Jesus. Like sorry, who said? Wait, the, Pusha T made fun of Drake's okay. like rap, uh, producer saying like you're gonna right. die. Like this guy's gonna die soon because he has MS. And today is MS Day actually. And the song came out yesterday. It's just like that's just mean things. But uh, back in the day, Tupac and Biggie used to talk about fucking each other's wives and shooting yeah, people. Yeah, and so. like if you look at if you look at stand up comedy, there's. There's a place. Yes. There, there are comedians who make a career on sure. being dark. And right, right. But in the in the in the like nineties two thousands, if rappers were feuding and like no, if you uh, try to diss Eminem, he would come back and destroy you, he, yeah. and he would ruin your career. Ja Rule, he ruined Ja Rule's career. Um, but in in this era, uh, there's a guy named Meek Mill who you probably have no idea who is, um, but he dissed Drake, and Drake replied with a song called "Back to Back." And if you go to the club sometimes, like here in Toronto especially, or anywhere really, you will still hear this track. This track was nominated for a Grammy, "Back to Back." It's the whole song is like two and a half minutes, and it's a diss song about someone else. And it was nominated for a Grammy, and it still plays in the club. Right. So, like, if you go against Drake, your songs are probably going to be played in the club. But Pusha T has now, uh, as we're recording this, Drake has not responded to him. But here in Toronto, you have to love. Yeah, I. I you was have just to gonna, love Drake. I was just going to say, I'm. You're, uh, a, you're I, a f- I'm trying to get my permanent residency in <laughs> Canada. So Drake is the the greatest man who ever lived. Um, and what else is cool? Poutine is cool. Uh, Caesar's now great. Caesars are great. I, you're sucking up to Canadians um, now. What else is there? I don't know. Well, Just maybe we should go to OVO Fest. Let's go. To- Did you know I'm I'm actually in Eight Mile? You mentioned Eminem. You're I'm, in I'm, Eight Mile. Yeah, you're not in Eight Mile. I'm in Eight Mile. You're full of There's, it. There's, uh, you know, what's the name? Future? Is it? That's the that's the like the best mate, dude. I don't know. It's been years. Right, right. Okay. He goes like. 
you're not future, you're just David fucking Porter. Oh. And like, okay, I know I'm on here as David Portman, that's my, like, professional name. Yes. But, yeah, my birth name's David Porter. Wow, you're an eight so mile. So, I'm an eight mile. Damn. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's just this hip hop stuff is just like Eight Mile, where they rap back and forth and say nasty things about each other, um, just like wrestling. Just like wrestling. It, that's how like people don't understand how I have that connection. It's the same thing. It's both fake and it's both dudes like trying to be big in their chests out, trying to be quick witted and strong and tough. Uh, that's why I like both. They're it's the same thing. There's probably they're probably all doing drugs I, and they're all talking shit. <laughs> I just remember being at school and th- there are videos on YouTube of it as well where um like we as kids as like th- stupid 13 year old kids would do rap battles against each oh, other. Oh for sure I would do it all the time. And everyone is then like oh Yeah, that's a thing. That happens here. Uh, like I grew up in a high school yeah, just a little outside of Toronto, like Scarborough, North York. There's ten white kids in my high school, um, and I got really f- popular in high school because I would make beats and I could write uh, lyrics. I'm not a really good rapper, but I'm really good like writer. Uh, I'm pretty quick witted, I guess. If you listen to the show, I'm kind of a goof, but I'm kind of smart and kind of funny, so I could sure. come up. With- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I could come up with it. So people would be like, "Oh, like I would get those reactions in like schoolyard uh, freestyle battles and stuff like that." But here in Toronto, you have to support Drake. I'm sorry. Okay. So you have to. I hope Drake replies. Until, but until I get my PR. Drake's the best. <laughs> Drake for fucking king of the universe. <laughs> I'm going to drag you to a Drake concert with the Migos uh, in, the, in the summer. Here. Sure. You know who they are? Yeah, okay. Do, if, if you drag me to that... Oh, no. You're coming to fucking Evanescence. No, why? Davey wants me to go to Evanescence so badly. Like, if it was 10 it's, fucking years ago. It's like ago, 25 bucks. Yeah, but like, dude. Get fucked up and sing Bring Me to Life. <laughs> and that's it. At fucking Budweiser stage. Right. It would be awesome. And then that's we'll go to Aqua in September. Yeah, I'd rather go to I that. was listening to review. I was amazed how excited uh john pollock is about you should have seen that. you should have seen john at his wedding uh when they started playing aqua <laughs> on like, the dance floor i don't know him well i've met him a few times obviously i'm i'm now yeah yeah part of the family and <laughs> i was like oh you learned something new he really likes aqua all right <laughs> um so maybe we should go to that show i want to go to that i want to i like that, prozac that actually it's fun. prozac and aqua so here, it they're sounds touring. amazing uh, I really would like to see that show. I'm, I'll probably go to that, actually. Um, we should go to more concerts, but Evanescence is not one of them, and Drake is one of them. So let's go. Let's do that. So, wow. That'll be our summer. And we need to go to more concerts, because we, we, we had fun at that church's show. And we got a lot of people um, messaging me on Twitter and, and, and Instagram, and shout out anyone uh, who's like, hey, I never heard of churches before. But uh, thank you for and showing me them. their new album came out on Friday, and it's Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. good. It's churches. really good. Listen to that at Church's album. Really, really good stuff. Love is dead. I love... Uh, is it? I mean, it is. I'm pretty mm. bitter. Um, <laughs> well, I like music suggestions, too. So anyone who finds some cool stuff, send it yeah, my absolutely. way. Send yeah, absolutely. Send them my yeah. way. Like, you might get a sense of our taste from what we talk about. I'm a about. little all over, like, but... Yeah. Yeah. So are we. You know, we're, we're pretty crazy. Um, and speaking of crazy, we watch NXT every week, including this week's episode. So let's get into it. You're doing a wee and you're doing a poo and you're jumping a bed. I don't drive. I don't 
All right, NXT from May 30th, 2018 on the WWE Network. We start off here with uh, Moro voicing um, a recap of Gargano and Ciampa, the whole storyline, everything kind of catching up to speed here with what's going on with the attacks and all that stuff. Um, and they announced that it will be, drum roll please, a Hell in a Cell ma- Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no, it's not a Hell in a Cell match. It's a street fight at TakeOver Chicago. Which is incredibly different from an unsanctioned match. That's a different match. <sighs> so the rumor mill going is that it was supposed to be a last man standing match. But, however, AJ Styles and Nakamura have now announced that that is a last man standing match the night after at Money in the Bank. So, therefore, they changed this to a street fight. Let's let's think about this for a second. Nakamura, AJ Styles, the dream WrestleMania match, it was a flop, in my opinion. Yep. Their rematch, flop. Everything they've been going on, not really into it. So why give them that te- last man standing I, I match? I don't like last man standing and, matches, to be honest. Yeah, it's not even a good match to begin with. And then now you take it away from a few that may have kind of helped that. But now it's a street fight. A Chicago street fight. I... We wanted I'm Cell. hoping, yeah, we wanted Cell. You know, anyone who listens, we are being banged. Although last week we said we we made the we made the assumption that hey maybe this one is just some sort of other fight and then the hell. Well, in the cell. that's the thing. They always say Brooklyn is our mania. That's okay, like sure. NXT's thing for Brooklyn. Well, I don't know. The mania show that this year was pretty good. So. But no, but as in, sure. they say, Bro- like, Brooklyn One was their first, like, right. big, big takeover. Sure. And ever since then, they've gone, like, Brooklyn is our mania. So why not have the rubber match in a, in cell, a cell Yeah, in Brooklyn? I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do that. Because it, the street fight will be good. Hey, this is going to be the main event of this takeover Chicago. But... Th- then you like as I said last week about the NXT title. Like, if this is the main event this time, it's, it's clearly the main feud. If it is the main. If feud. you're doing a third match, if you're doing the biggest one, the cell, that's the main event for sure. Like, whatever, I don't care. I just want. True, I like this feud. True. Sorry, I, I, I like it too. It I'm needs just... to be the main event. There's no. There's no. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That's no, it. Abs- I completely agree. So I don't know. I, I feel like it's not just me and you that are a little. We had a lot of people tweeting us this week uh, at the Brady at Davy Portman. We got a lot of people messaging us this week uh, saying like, "Oh, look, you guys were talking about the cell, and it's not that." So it's like, yeah, I feel like people are a little let down. I think, but we're saying that I'm going to say I'm going to say we're let down now. But watch, these two will find a way to still steal. Oh, it's going to be an incredible. Yeah, yeah. There's match. no denying it. So um, just let them go. It's out. absolutely going to be incredible. It's just, it is the same match as before. Yeah, like, unsanctioned is the match that never happened because people it's will get like, hurt and you know, there's no rules. You know when uh, WWE got hard on for Twitter for a, for a while and they were like, you choose the match. Yeah, it's, like, it's so shit. Do you want a street fight? Do you want no a DQ. no DQ? Or do you want a no-holds-barred match? It's like, and it's guys, like, well, they're all the fucking same. Yeah, it's true. Um, and it's same. We had unsanctioned. We've got street fight. Like, right. it would have been nice to... No, it's right. It's fine. But maybe they will do something. I mean, future. it's going to be a great match. Maybe like, they'll even move it on to the main roster and do crazy things yeah. in the future. But I mean, I, whatever. I'm That's a cool yeah. wrestling fan. I'm complaining yeah, exactly. about everything. I think, I think people listening to us right now are, are on our side, though. Because it's like, yeah, this is kind of like it would go street fight, then unsanctioned kind of thing. Because hmm. it's like unsanctioned sounds so more deadly. 
But we'll see. I'm sure they're going to do crazy spots. Yeah. It's going to be great. It'll be great. What if Candace turns on Johnny? Oh. <laughs> if Candace turns on Johnny, I'll cry. I'll literally, I'll get up and walk out. That'll be too heel for me. And I love baddies. But that is mean. And that's not happening. So everyone messaging me saying that that's what they're teasing? No. No, 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 no. Terrible, terrible. Alistair Black comes out here to start the show. He is in his ring gear. Um, he comes out and he has a microphone. He says... I only need one shot to knock people out. I only need one shot to make them fade to black. He says that uh, he is the NXT champion, and, and they mention he's a fighting champion. Has a dude even... He had one match against Eric Young. Right. And then had another match against Gargano, where Gargano got beaten up, and sure. he was in the back right. doing nothing. Nothing, yeah. So you're not a fighting champion. Um, this is where he's interrupted by... Lars Sullivan, five-star Lars, comes down. From the Rocky Mountains. From the Rocky Mountains, he says that William Regal has just informed him that Lars Sullivan will be your first... I will be your first challenger for the NXT title, which is not true because he already fought Eric Young. But at TakeOver Chicago, it will be five-star Lars versus Aleister Black. Um, he He says... It's only one shot to fade to black. Well, you've never faced anyone like me. There is nobody like me. He comes down into the ring, continuing to cut the promo on black. He says that I am the next NXT champion, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, he goes to like choke, choke slam Alistair Black, but Black fights out of it, gives him a few punches, and then goes for the Black Mass, but Lars catches it in a really cool this spot. This is awesome. Actually, because he caught it pretty swiftly. Black didn't like. He did it at the same speed. He yeah, always he did does it, it like he the right didn't, speed. Like, hold back from it. Yeah, it didn't look and fake. he just <laughs> no. This was cool. So he goes for the black mass, and Al, uh, and Lars catches it, stares at him deep into the eyes, and then beats him up and hits the five star slam. The Rocky Mountain Bottom. No, 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 the five-star slam. <laughs> or as Memorial Ronaldo calls it, the freak accident, which is like the high-angle Uranagi slam there. Um, and then he stands above the carcass of Aleister Black, holding up the NXT title. That is our NXT title match. It is not the main event of TakeOver, if you right. ask me. However, I'm interested in this match. I am a fan of Lars. Tell me why I shouldn't be. Um... No, I... <laughs> Maybe the fact, because his promo was just okay. <laughs> you know what? I I didn't mind his promo, but... And this is going to sound awful, but... Okay. As soon as I hear a big, tough guy... He's big and tough. And he said he was in And his promo. I thought his delivery, like, was good, and what he was saying was good. But the dude has a lisp. Right. And... Like, there is stuff you can do I to work I on, don't right? wanna, I don't want to shit on that, because... There are speech impediments and, and stuff, yeah, for sure. and he is in the learning stage, but I, I know from, like, I'm a trained actor. I did three years at drama school. Sure. Like, it is something you can get over. Okay. And, like, I'm watching and thinking of my hours and hours of voice classes where I had people in my class with a lisp or right. who couldn't pronounce their R's or things like that, and we worked the fuck on it and got it sorted. And I hope this is something he Chooses is addressing to, right. and they're not just going, the dude's got a lisp. Because realistically... People make fun of him? 90% of people are going to go, oh, this guy's really tough. And then he talks and it's like... Mm, <laughs> people, right. people chirp Jack Swagger a lot. Exactly. Yeah. 
But, exactly. And this guy's bigger and scarier than Jack Swagger. But yeah. Also, he could talk. He could say less, too. Like, he talked quite a bit in this. Basically, the generic, like, I'm going to beat you up yeah. and I'm strong and big and stuff. He could say a little bit more. Uh, he could say a little less. But you're right. He probably well, could work I, I think we forget sometimes. And I think that's because they've... they've and it's got still developmental. All these, so. We've got a mixture. And he is a performance center guy. He's not a guy who's been on sure. the indies for years. Yeah, yeah. And I think NXT has evolved where it's... It used to be ninety percent performance center, ten percent indies, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now it's the other it's way around. Yeah. I feel, um, and they've got to give him it. They've got like if you want to be a top top star, which everyone in wrestling from performance center to main roster should want to be world champion. Sure, yeah, um, definitely. That That's that your should goal. be the drive. Yeah. And you should be happy every spot you get and make the most of every spot you get. But so you've got to be able to talk. But so like, yeah, you're going to give them opportunities in XT because it is still uh, developmental. But I I just hope it's something they are working on. I mean, people could argue that never held back Dusty Rhodes. Sure. But he like went with it kind of. Dusty Rhodes isn't a big tank yeah. Heel. Right. Good idea. Yeah, He's fair. a lovable one of us. But you know what Lars fight. is also? Lars is a five-star <laughs> match competitor because Lars is the future of NXT. He might beat Aleister Black. Do you think there's a chance that he beats it Black for the title? I feel this is it the... It could be, no. but probably not. <laughs> I feel this is the very... Actually, the first takeover NXT title match that I can remember that is just... A holdover yeah. match. Okay, fair. Um, you say that now until Lars wins. Well, but you look the, the <laughs> last NXT takeovers are four or five times a year. Yeah. So this you, is a, this you is get a, the TV yeah. matches, but the titles changed a lot. So last one was Andrade dropped to black. Yep. Uh, the one before, okay, Andrade held. Mm-hmm. The one before that, Andrade beat Drew. One before that. Drew beat. Uh, There's been a lot of switches. It, they, it's been switching around. Even the Joe Nakamura, they switch back and forth. Yep. And so there haven't been long title reigns. And you look in WWE, you would do a. You know, you've got, oh, John Cena's champion, Big Show is challenging. <laughs> you know, Big Show's not winning. Kane will challenge. Like, you yeah, have yeah. these, like, feuds which it's like, I know this is to get through a pay per view. Sure. And I kind of feel this is the first time in NXT they've done this. But it's also, as I said, it's developmental. It's to give Lars a chance of, okay, here's a big match. Sure. You, and, then they, and then they call him up. <laughs> and a really, really talented guy. I think, I think, I think they shouldn't rush him either. They no. got to work on him a bit. Because I like a lot. He's growing on me. I know he... And he's the guy, kind of I guys like I don't him. like in wrestling. I, I, so, do, and like I do like him. him I do so. like him. I just... Yeah. But again, I feel this... Like Black's reign is nothing at right the now. Right now, maybe and because it's overshadowed by one of the greatest things going on in wrestling. Yep. Period. Exactly. Right it is. Now. It is. Unfortunately, it is. But uh, I, I'm sure this isn't the end for Black either. And once he's on WWE main programming and stuff, he'll he'll be doing fine. Um, we go to a tweet uh, from Candice LeRae, um, and it's all about how she does not support this street fight. She does not condone this. She just wants this to all stop. But the picture they use while showing the tweet is like... <laughs> Big, fat, smiley face. <laughs> She's like, her, like, her like, render photo, like her smiling. It's great. <laughs> I Did you see the dot-com video? 
of when it was the first oh, time I heard yes, it was yes, Street Fighter. Yes, yes, yes. The acting was weird. I prefer, I would have Their preferred, acting is good. But I would have preferred that because... They should have aired it, yeah. They should have just aired that. It was if only if, a if few any of you haven't seen it, it, it... Yeah, yeah. So they announced the Street Fight this week on Twitter uh, and they showed a video of Johnny and like Gargano her. gets a, a mail delivery and he opens it and sees the contract and he's like, all right, it's a Street Fight. And then and she Candace gets mad and like, she walks crazy out. crazy and walks out. Yeah, they should have just aired it. But go watch it. It's we'll interesting. show this tweet but not with Candice like Smiling. Because she's pissed, yeah. Uh, again, maybe it's because she's turning on him. I feel like I'm being very sour this week. For me, this was I, not I'm a good very, episode. I'm in my very opinion. popular. This uh, was like, not, I'm very. <laughs> you're very popular. I'm very popular. No, I mean I'm very positive most of the time. I am too, but this episode is this was just okay. But it got a little better here. War Raiders, one of my favorite tag teams, they come down to the ring here. They're going against the grizzled vets known as George Hickson and Cody Vincent. I've never seen these guys before, at least to my knowledge. Uh, the match start, starts off. George Hickson attacks Raymond Rowe, but instantly gets headbutted. Then, like a sit-out, like sent on by Hanson, uh, Cody Vincent gets in, and Raymond Rowe hits like a Tazplex on this dude. Crazy. Um, there's like a drop kick of death style knee. Then like a Bronco Buster. Uh, Raymond does his float over knee lift that I just love. I made you. I always point this move out because it's so cool. Where he like lifts you over, flips you over, and then knees you in the oh, face. Beautiful. And as the guy is selling, like where he's gonna drop and die, Raymond's like right in his face, like screaming at him like a Viking because that's what they are. Then they hit this like alley oop springboard German clothesline combo. Then the back suplex, top rope leg drop, and the War Raiders win here. Uh, when their theme is on, the crowd goes war, war. War and they, they do the, the metal horns and stuff. But during the match, the crowd goes, Raiders. And I really like that. Uh, more, not so much the war thing, because I, I don't want to go into a wrestling war, war. It's just like, yeah. all right, all right, cool. <laughs> but Raiders is cool, because, you know, people say it's the best Indiana Jones movie there is. So yeah, I would rather chant that. Uh, this was like a minute to. Crystal Skull. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Temple of Doom, baby. Crystal um, Skull challenges Phantom Menace for just greatest movie ever. Phantom Menace is better than Crystal Skull. Oh. I said it. And Temple of Doom is better than Raiders. Boom. Roast me. Um, I agree. <laughs> we're going to get hate for that one, buddy. <laughs> um, War Raiders beats these jobbers in a like, two-minute match. This was fine. This was super fun. These guys are totally going to go for the tag titles in the near future. And Mal Rowe pushes that. He's like, he's like, wow, these guys are monsters. These guys are crazy. They're going to be future champions. And they will be definitely in the WWE. I'm a huge fan of War Raiders. Huge, huge fan of Hanson. But specifically, Raymond Rowe, I feel like, is just money. He looks like a good guy. Uh, I, think he's, I think he's money. Uh, this was cool. Um, we go to a video package for the main event tonight. Dakota Kai against Shayna Baszler. It shows all the stuff that's been going on with them, the bullying and all that. Uh, i got to admit, and I think someone did call us out on Twitter about it. I completely forgotten Me about too, it. Me too, because it was months ago. Yeah, it was months ago. I'd completely forgotten about that beatdown because it was during the Ember feud and Shayna was kind of doing that to everyone right, in NXT. Right. Um, yeah, it, but yeah. So Shane has been bullying Dakota for for yeah. time. Yeah. Um, Lacey Evans is backstage. Lacey Evans. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I you're a fan. It. You're a fan now. No, no, no. I wrote <laughs> Evans, and I was like, no, no, no. And I had to backspace on that. Evans. Lacey Evers. <laughs> Lacey Evans is backstage interview here. She says that I beat Kyrie Zane. I will do whatever it takes to win. And they announced that uh, it's a rematch uh, against Kyrie Zane next week, I mm-hmm. believe. She says that I don't care if Kyrie won the May Young Classic. I have right. A woman's right. 
with Kyrie's name on it. So um, Lacey's going to try to beat Kyrie again, but I think Kyrie is uh, not going to let that, oh, let I, that slide. I'm worried that they're going to... Your girl, your greatest. I'm worried they're going to want to go with Lacey instead of Kyrie. No, I think that's a terrible idea. I don't like Lacey that much. She's no, she's not for me. Kyrie's the best. I know you think that. I know you think that and you love her and your phone wallpaper is still you and Kyrie Zane. Don't open it now. Put Sorry, it down. Okay. Right. Uh the next match here, EC3 versus Fabian Eichner. Um Eichner the next level, which I thought said NXT live on his shorts, but it said next level is what you corrected me. Um he's Italian, he's from Italy, that's what we learned. He's the guy every time I felt I did this with Oni Lorkin for ages. Sure. Every time he comes out, I go, Is this that big dude that does like cool things? <laughs> and you're like, I can't remember, I can't remember this guy. And then you watch the match and it's like Oh, yeah, yeah he was in the Cruiserweight really Classic, yeah. He was, yeah. So Although he's two twenty now build out. So oh. Yeah, he looks a little jacked there. Um, this match starts, and they're fighting, and they're brawling, and uh, Eichner's doing some cool stuff here. And Johnny Gargano walks from out of the crowd up to the announcer's desk with a contract in hand. He grabs a microphone. He says, this right here, this is a signed contract for the street fight. See you in Chicago, Trump and throws it down and walks out. And then it cuts. The match is still going on, and EC3 is now outside of the ring, and he's pissed off. Because Gargano just interrupted his match. And they, they clearly focus on his face there. And then as he's doing that, Eichner does, it from inside the ring, does a springboard this double double rope jump cross body to the outside onto EC3. Crazy spot. And it's it wasn't just a cross body. He did that thing. Double jump from one rope well, to the next. But also almost like the frog splash. Like yeah, 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 in, yeah. Which yeah. I always think looks... Rob, RBD, Seth Rollins style. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Eddie style, yeah. Um, so he rolls EC3 back into the ring, but EC3 hits one of his like uh, uh, headbutt driver moves and then hits the TKO, the one percenter, if well, he calls no, it. Well, no, first, uh, Eichner went for a... A oh right, yeah, which was really cool. Ring. Yeah, he does like but a lift it, up, and that's what gave EC3 the yeah, advantage. Yeah, yeah, Eichner is pretty uh, athletic. Good. Yeah, I think the only issue with EC3 I have, and I say it all the time, is like he's just in his in ring is not that good. And Eichner was the standout in this yeah. match. His hair was wild today. EC3, so. yeah, yeah, it was a little wild. He maybe had a bad night the yeah. night before in Orlando, <laughs> partying too hard. Um, I don't know. Does EC3 cost Gargano his match in the street fight? <laughs> fuck, this is what I was going to say. I'm worried. Like, if they do, fuck you. <laughs> that's well, awful. We've only got two weeks now until Chicago. No, I don't care. That's shit. Like, don't do it. Do that. I can't see them doing that match before. But why did Gargano, the biggest babyface ever, interrupt someone's match? It was that's a dick a, move. Yeah, it is. It was a dick. I, an asshole. I get he's like pissed off, yeah. but like... Yeah, fuck off, mate. Also, what's with these wrestlers? Okay, they said at the, they made clear at the beginning of the show um, for everyone's safety, Jumper and Gargano aren't allowed there. Right. Yes, and then he interrupts, and then he turns up in his in his shirt, his t-shirt. So it's like, does he just wear that? All the time, he's always wearing it. So I mean, to be hey, fair, I do wear my post wrestling shirt. I know lot. you do. Yeah, I post it on my Instagram cheap stories. Plug. Yeah, yeah, cheap plug uh, <laughs> post wrestling shirts. But no, he needs I, an up next shirt, Dave. It's say on like Raw when Roman was suspended and he turns up in his Roman Reigns shirt. It's like yeah. that's kind of lame. See, like I I don't like that in wrestling. I I'm more of a match quality kind of guy, right? Like that's just how I am. And like storylines can be good without having like. Oh, you're not allowed to be here, or I'm not. I'm banned from the building. Well, guess what? I bought a ticket. It's like it's it's been done. But even those things, I don't mind. It's just 
it gives it a bit more credibility if you turn up in your street clothes. Sure. Like, well, he's wearing a shirt. He's trying to sell that. Move that merch, baby. He's got to move that Johnny Wrestling shirt. That red Johnny Wrestling shirt. I quite like that shirt. I, I don't know if I would wear it. It's, it it's a bomber man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that match is uh, happening, and EC3 won this match. Uh, not really much. We go to this video package of who is Bianca Belair. Uh, it shows that her family tree is just full of like success and, and trailblazers. Um, she says like her grandpa or great grandpa or grandpa was the first like uh, uh, African American engineer or something in North America or something or electrician or engineer something along those lines. They're just going to her, her family and everyone in her family tree has has had success and everything. And she uh, went to like gymnastics. She did track and all this cool stuff. She was crazy college athlete I mean obviously we've seen some of her matches and she's just oh, crazy crazy athletic yeah, yeah. she's just and like, strong yeah um, and then she said that after college she found CrossFit and that is kind of going back to that like the spot where she like deadlifts people yeah you need to be doing CrossFit or something that move is that spot is nuts um, and then she says that she got signed to WWE and she knew right away that that was what she wanted to do for a long long time and now she's here she said uh, she said I didn't train in Japan, but I am a performance center person. Just kind of going back to what we mentioned. like yeah. There's a lot of performance center people here now that are killing it. Because you're getting that experience from Japan from Albert. <laughs> Which they show here in that vignette. Him yeah, like, he with her. Like, yeah. yeah, I love him. And him training people is the greatest thing. Uh, so I love uh, on the video game. You, oh, is he in it? You, you chat to Albert. Like, Albert oh, trains wow. you. Right, yes, you, I did know this. Uh, when you create a wrestling, <clears throat> right. he, like, teaches you everything to start with. Cool. And it's like, it's always cool. We gotta, we gotta get on Twitch and start playing some WWE. Yeah, we do. We need to start do, uh, streaming our, uh, uh, you beating me in WWE uh, all the time. I think we'll both be terrible. I'm really Everyone not good at will, it. Everyone will, like, make fun of how terrible so that makes, we are. So that makes game. me want to do it even more. <laughs> we should get on Twitch and start. Do, all right, we're going to figure that out. I, I would kill you in uh, SmackDown vs. Raw, the original, with Vince on the cover, PS2, or Here Comes the Pain. I will Here ruin your pain life. I might give you a run for your No, money. I'll fuck you up. SmackDown vs. Raw, I never had. No, no, no. Here Comes the Pain, you're going to get spanked. Mercy, I would kill you. Golden no mercy, you'll kill me. Golden, and I would, I would kill you. But no, 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 not yet. Like standard rule, odd job is banned. Okay, yeah, you can't that's play. You can't play odd job in double, double seven. Uh, Mario Kart kill you. Kart, no, I ruin you. No, I ruin you. Kart. That's a lie. No, no, which no. console? Uh, N sixty four or the Wii U. Okay, I haven't played Wii U. You might or win switch. There. Same thing. Same game. I'll beat you in both those. No, I have the Wii U. I'll, I'll kill you. You ever played the the Mario Kart drinking game? You have to you have to uh, drink a beer. Finish your beer. You have to finish before. the beer before you yes. finish all three laps. Yeah, yeah. But you can't drink and drive, so you have to pull over to the side of the road, <laughs> put your controller down, take a sip of your drink, and then put it back, and then continue on with the laps. It's really fun. I've won those two. You mean and I'll like real driving? Yeah, when people are drinking and driving in real <laughs> life. Yeah, um, yeah, we should, we should. I'll kill you, and here comes the pain. I just need to get some. Uh, I have a PS2, and I have all those games, but I just don't have the controllers. I broke two of my PS2 controllers. I gotta get that. I don't know how we got. Games. ANC games. Yeah, ANC games in Toronto. Cheap plug for them. Um, up next is, uh, I'd say, an NXT TV debut, I'd say, I'd say, here. Yeah. Ricochet versus Chris Dijak, who many of you may or may not know as Donovan Dijak from the indies, like, what was he, Ring of Honor, uh, Evolve, and, and uh, PWG, and all this stuff. Hey, he's had a five-star match, too, Donovan Dijak. Chris Dijak here. He clearly, um, they were going, 
All right, mate, you've got to change your name. Uh, we like Die Jack. Got to change the first one. And I think he saw JC and Chris the other week. Uh, like, Chris! You know what's a great first name? Chris. <laughs> it's a, it's a easy name. I don't know. Chris Die kind of sounds lame. Be like Chris Jericho and pick like pick your first name and then pick something cool as a I last think name. you should have kept the double D. Yeah, double. I love double Ds. Like so. Don Die Jack. Yeah, yeah, or, sure. Yeah, yeah. Dave Dijak. Don Dijak. Dude, boom. I don't even know what that means, but there, it's way there better. There aren't any Dons. Yeah. He's the Don. He's the Don. Yeah. Um, this match is pretty cool. This match is about two minutes long, but it's, I recommend watching this. It's one of the best, like... <laughs> Two-minute matches I've ever seen. Two-minute matches I've seen in a long time. Um, there's an axe kick early on in the corner from Ricochet, then a crazy drop kick, a suicide dive attempt, but he gets caught into a choke slam from Dijak... And then he choke slams him onto the apron, quickly rolls him in, then hits a springboard elbow drop for a two count. Then there's a beautiful springboard moonsault ball. Ricochet moves out of the way. There's a rolling elbow and an axe kick from Ricochet. Then the suplex into the, the roll through, suplex deadlift, suplexes again. Again, Morrow does his Mamma Mia. The crowd is going crazy. Then the 630 senton from Ricochet. And as he lands, he lands on his feet. And holy cow, that was great. He pins him, one, two, three, Ricochet wins. I think I just realized something. This match was the, the moonsault, moon wasn't it? I thought Eichner did it too. But I think you're I think I maybe think you're right. <laughs> the two guys it's been a long the day. two tall white guys who were doing springboard stuff. Yeah, two uh, big guess. guys doing uh, Dijak is interesting because like I wasn't super super into him in Ring of Honor, but every time I watched him, his matches were pretty good. And I, I know he was he had a lot of matches in PWG. People talked about, especially the one. Uh, but um, I'm interested in seeing where he goes because this was pretty cool for two minutes. It was. It was good. the The thing I didn't like because I said as soon as he hit that choke slam on the apron, right? I was like, they can do a like a shock, a and shock, get this guy to beat Ricochet. And, yeah. And I think that's because I'm conditioned from the Kevin Owens apron powerbomb. Apron powerbomb. Where it's, that is death. Sure, yeah. And I kind of, I kind of felt it was unnecessary for this match. No, I liked it. Like, I like, I thought it was cool, but the fact it didn't really mean anything sure. in the match. It's the hardest part of the ring, so. It's the hardest part of the it, ring. It is, it is. I just think, like, Kevin Owens did it in NXT a lot, not so long ago, it's he beat Jericho with it sure, at Mania yeah. a year ago, year and a bit. Not ago. a good match though. <laughs> not, not a great match, but well, uh, this was this was cool. I'm interested in seeing where Dijak goes. He should keep it in his arsenal, but maybe keep it for more special kind of thing. I wonder if they've got more planned because when they debuted uh, Fish and O'Reilly, they hadn't them yeah, kind of they just job did out this too, yeah, in a similar way. He'll find a slot. I think he will. He's a tall guy. He's got and some cool moves. Off. He's been he's been here for a little been while. Signed for a while. Something's gonna happen. Held off. Something's, so he'll be he'll be he'll be fine. I, I think. As I thought that was a great yeah two minute match. Yeah, I would like to see more of him. Um, but this and is, that six thirty is insane. And I and he it, lands on his feet like nothing. Too. I've seen it so many times because I, I I used to watch um, I watched Lucha Underground more sure. than I did uh, like. Uh, New Japan and PWG sure, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to see him as Prince Puma hit that all the time wait he was Prince Puma? <laughs> oh shit <laughs> I'm joking um, well Prince Puma here gets the stick after winning this match he grabs the microphone and he says uh, listen last week the Dream clearly wanted the spotlight well I'll give it to him Dream you're a punk 
you're nothing. I should be the next challenger, but because of you, I'm not. The Dreams music hits. The Dream comes out. He says, uh, punk? Who are you calling a punk? Listen, I'll take the spotlight because I am the spotlight. I can do anything you can do. Um, the Dream, by the way, is wearing the fanciest do-rag I've ever seen. Uh, listen, I grew up kind of Scarborough. This do-rag has probably <laughs> cost, cost a lot of money um, to be worn as a do-rag. Um, he's wearing like a tie-dye, like sleeveless shirt. He's swagged out with his round Gucci glasses. Dream is the, reminds me of The Rock because The Rock would be like, hey, I'm going to go spend my money to make myself look like a character on TV. And then this is what The Dream is doing, in my opinion. You know what? I was thinking when I was seeing it, and I, I, I think it's fucking great. Like, his look and everything. He's great. I'm just imagining those, like, 80s washed-up wrestlers just going, like, smoking a cigarette <laughs> and looking, going, what the fuck is <laughs> Good. this guy That's wearing? That's good. I love it. And it's... No, I but think... But it, it's so 2018. Like, yeah, this yeah, just yeah. flamboyant, like... No, I... He... Because we, we see in... We see those guys in Toronto. I'm, you see those guys... What did you spill? I spilled a beer. It's okay. No, we do it's see okay. people... It's my room. <laughs> um, we see people do But you that. see those, like, those guys come into your store. Like, those guys come into my bar. Yeah, and yeah. you're just like, whoa, that's, this is something... People dress who, like this. People dress like this, and it's out there, but it, it, is, it is today, and... But he, he, he's kind of throwback, too, because he's so flamboyant, like yeah. old-school wrestlers... But um, John Cena uh, apparently is saying that he thinks Dream is the one. He thinks Dream is the next big WWE star, um, which I kind of agree with. I agree with. Yeah, but definitely. didn't he say about that about Curtis Axel? Hey, no, that was The Rock, was it? Hey, Curtis Axel still is on the rise. Curtis Axel's on the come up, baby. He's coming. Um, so The Dream says you, you didn't want to watch Raw. Did you? <laughs> I did not. Fuck. <laughs> I refuse to watch main roster stuff right you now. You thought the Bobby Sisters se- uh, <laughs> segment, segment was from a week ago was oh, bad? God. Jesus Christ. Um, this is where this crazy spot happens. Dream says, um, You want the spotlight? Um, oh, sorry. Ricochet says, Listen, you want the spotlight? Well, come take it, homeboy. Dream says, well, you know what? The dream will see you in Chicago. And that spotlight will hit your beautiful face. And you will truly know that anything Ricochet can do, the dream can do better. And this is where Ricochet is still inside the ring and dream is on the ramp. Ricochet goes for a running over-the-top senton flip, lands on his feet, walks right into his face and says, show me. Drops the microphone. Dream backs off. This whole segment was great. That was insane. This match will be great. I yeah, watch ne- this. Get- I've never seen that before. He he does a like, flip a to, to the outside, lands on his feet, and then says, show me. It was very, very cool. Highly recommend. I'm sure by the time that you're listening to this, you've seen the gifts or something. Because it's crazy. I, I think sort of how wrestling's evolved over the years. And I, I think about it with like video game sure. consoles and stuff. Like I remember playing the N64 and thinking this looks real yeah yeah <laughs> and sure. then I look at it I'm like oh shit it does not <laughs> and and like how it keeps on evolving and how you think well it can't evolve any further and then it does like I'm thinking wrestling in 20 years time could be crazy so 20 years ago was the Attitude Era yeah which I remember watching and thinking this is the the tits and now seeing like alright you wouldn't have ever seen The Rock, like, Rock Austin build for Mania. 
Rock just runs, does a fucking flip over the ropes and like, sure, yeah. gets into his face. Right. Like, That's crazy. What are they going to do yeah, in yeah. 20 years' time? What are they going to do? It's, They're going to wrestle on the insane. moon or something? But And it wasn't... It was obviously a spot, but it it was they're doing this like anything you can do I can do better thing and they're and gonna it, tease so it, that it works it fits for the story they're it gonna tease that the Dream's gonna do some flippy shit yeah. yeah yeah like he did in their last match yeah. it's gonna be flippy this match will be great I'm really this could steal the show match. yeah this could steal the show I think this could be the what the black um, Dream black Dream match was Dream is on the come up he's a star man yeah. he needs to be he is money he is I, I was talking to a friend of mine and she she's, she doesn't watch wrestling but I was talking to her about a different a stuff. friend. Just stop. And, <laughs> and and I mentioned that like, hey, there's this wrestler who like is all super flamboyant, dresses all weird, and she was like, oh, I've heard of this guy, the, the Velveteen Dream dude. She's like, he's so like cool looking and funny and like really good. I watched his match. I'm like, yeah, he's really good. I feel like he is uh, really gonna make his way to becoming like a really really big star. I just love everything about it. The fact he calls uh, Ricochet's face beautiful. Yeah, little things like that are very. Oh, he good. reminded me of the uh, our. I'll server at the faux place. <laughs> we go to this faux place. Faux, Davey. Faux. Sorry. Fuh. Fuh. You call it faux, I'll call it faux. But we go to this 24-hour faux place. Faux Pasteur? Faux Pasteur on Dundas. Uh, on Dundas in Chinatown in uh, in Toronto. If you ever go there, you need 24-hour faux. You go there. But we have a server. He's this old Vietnamese I, dude. And he's got, he's I got think different... He's worked, no, he told it. He's worked there for... He's worked he's there for like... 62? He doesn't look 62. No. He looks young. He always has like he has, crazy dyed hair. He looks he, like he's old Okada. Pink. Yeah, he looks like Okada when Okada dyed his hair like silver a little bit, but yeah. it was pink instead. Yeah, and then he changed it to purple yesterday. Yeah, he was purple, and we were commenting on it. But, but uh, he's always like, "Oh, you handsome man!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He did say that. So yeah, he is like the dream. <laughs> he's the, our faux server, a faux uh, server. Vietnamese sixty-two-year-old dream. <laughs> Uh, I mean, can we go after and get some more tonight? Sure. Yeah, all right. It's good. Um, so that match looks great. Dream versus Ricochet. Take my money. Um, next week is the main event we were kind of promised tonight, which is Roger, Roderick Strong versus Danny Birch. I thought that was tonight. I thought it was tonight. But they decided not to. I think that maybe they reshot things for the Street Fighter. I don't know. I don't know. But our main event is Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna um, comes down here. Dakota comes down it's a whole thing they're trying to build it up with the entrances no announcing in the entrance announcing in the middle in the middle of the ring because it's a title match um the beginning of this match Shayna is just being a bully she's throwing her around stomping her punching her and she starts stomping on her leg early in this match and she starts working it twisting working on the leg and she does this one spot where we both cringed at it she has dakota laying down and her foot's on the apron uh, on the in the middle of the ring it's in the ring but it's like the the toes are up, so it's like your toes are touching your toes. Your heels facing upward, and your toes are on tiptoeing on the mat. Yeah. And she stomps on the back of her heel, and the foot and her leg twi- twist in different millions of angles. And I don't know how and you she, fake that. She doesn't hold back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know we, how you. We fake both it. cringed, and it looked really good. It did, and I, I'd be interested with Shayna to hear like in in other people's podcasts or sure. whatever down the road like how green is she right now like is she hurting people or whatever sure because she looks like a killer and I know I she know looks greasy I know she looks <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's always greasy but 
I know I know you said you're not a fan of her, but I see like the shit. It's she, getting better. She's getting better. And it's like if you're doing that and like and you're not like hurting the other person like yeah. super badly, it looks great. It looks really good. It looked good. I liked it. Uh, she keeps working on her leg, and uh, she's, like, shit-talking her at the same time. Like, oh, you're the leader of Team Kick, huh? Well, here's a kick, and, like, stomps her. And then uh, she basically throws her on the ground and ground and pounds her. Just beating on her like a UFC fight. She then locks in the ankle lock. Um, but uh, Dakota finally gets the rope break. But Shayna then kicks her hand away from the rope. Um, but this is where Dakota tries fighting back with a few of her kicks. She hits the haluva kick. Um, in the in the corner of the kick, then another running one, a face wash. But then Shayna counters the the finish, the like code breaker kind of backstabber flip over thing, and locks in the sleeper hold. Really cool looking finish here, the coquina clutch or whatever clutch she calls it. And Dakota Kai taps out. Um, this match was like cool. The crowd got into it. It was fine. It was really short, but I I just knew that Dakota wasn't. I just knew what so, was going to happen. What, as I was watching it, I thought Dakota played the timid, scared thing. Yeah, great. And I, I've said, I, I've said multiple times about how I don't like wrestlers like like Bailey with that kendo stick match. Oh, I don't, oh, don't want to. I don't want to hurt someone. And I'm being scared. It's like this is your business. Yeah, but this also, is why I don't like. Also, I think if this is going to be, I really hope this is, um, like the long game with Dakota. Sure, and I hope it is. Too. I thought she played it tremendously. How she kept on going for the ropes the whole time. She was going for the ropes so uh, sure. Shayna wouldn't touch her because she's safe in the ropes, and that's a heel move normally. Yeah, we we rarely see yeah, that as yeah, someone yeah. who's because she's so scared. So scared. And, of like, then why are you wrestling, girl? Exactly. But it'd be it would be cool if if she's suddenly like normal after this. I think it sucks. It makes her look weak. Yeah. But if it's something you can build up as she's someone young and and she just gets bullied all the time. Then it's like it'll be awesome the time she stands she up. She will. To them. She will, and she'll maybe win and the she title. Had a, like she had a she had a slap and everything, but she didn't really stand up to her. And she she but finally got some moves in. I at think the end, she but... needs. She basically needs to be bullied all the time. <laughs> I know that sounds awful, but because it it will uh, the payoff will be. I'm great. done with bullying and wrestling too. Like the Nia Jax Alexa stuff, I'm not a fan. What's of. that all about? She was talking about being big and beautiful and like standing up for. Uh, that's that's a different. Just stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, like I want to like this stuff in women's wrestling, and I know they're trying to get different. Nia Jax is the new big show. I hate it. Like, I hate it. She's, she's gonna be so face awful. and heel. So awful. Three times a year. Like I love women's wrestling, but that is just. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Nia Jax at all. And I'm if that's some of the stuff you're focusing on, I'm not watching your show. I have not watched in weeks. I don't think I've watched a full episode of any Raw or SmackDown since WrestleMania and maybe before that. SmackDown's been alright. I haven't even watched that. Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of big casts. Sorry. Really? I'm not watching SmackDown. Really? Fuck off with that shit. Oh, you guys want to see Joe versus the Dragon? Is nah. because he didn't release a rap video? Oh, it's because he broke up with Carmella and I hate him. No, I'm oh. more happy about that. Yeah. Um, so to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a chance with Carmella. Dakota Kai taps out. She loses. And after the match, Shayna locks in the clutch again, just making matters worse, being a bully. And this is where Nikki Cross comes down to the ring. She breaks up the move. Um, 
Shayna backs off and walks up to the ramp, and this was really weird. I think we can agree on. Yeah. Um, Nikki runs out the ring, steals the title, runs back into the ring, and holds it up. So Shayna comes back into the ring. They square off face to face, and uh, Nikki s- starts yelling, uh, uh, "Dakota, the Dakota, uh, Dakota, Dakota Kai, uh, referee!" Ah! And then there's a swinging neckbreaker onto Shayna Baszler, and then Dakota Kai counts a pin. Counts Nikki Cross pinning her. It's weird. And then NXT goes off the air. Um, what the fuck was this? <laughs> you're, you say you're missing positive. Defend this because this was fucking dumb. It was weird. This but was then, dumb. But then Nikki's crazy. Yeah. So I did feel like you still kept with Dakota being just dorky and weird and out of her depth. It was weird. With that. It's uh, just stupid. You know what it reminded me of? The build to that icy ladder match at WrestleMania 31 with our truth stealing the title. Sure, yeah, stupid. And then, and like, that's all happening. And then fucking Daniel Bryan, like, one of your best people is, oh, all right, I'll do it as well and steal the title. Yeah. It, it's shit. I, it, <laughs> it, it, it worked for Nikki. No, I didn't like the Zal. But I would have preferred to have just seen her... Beat up Shayna, hit the move on her, and then go, I'm like, going to beat you. You being up Dakota? Yeah, I'm fuck gonna, you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you I'm a psychopath. Unless it's a triple threat, which I don't want to see. I'd rather see Nikki and Shayna. I don't Shana. think it will be a yeah. triple threat. I don't know. This was, It just left the episode on a weird you ending know, here. You know what? I I didn't like the ending. If it was here. main roster, I would think they're going with Nikki, Shayna... And Dakota costs and, Nikki and joins Shayna. Oh God! Sure, let's do it. Fuck it. Make it in, make it more stuff. interesting for but me. I, and then Big Cass is thrown in there. Nia Jax is there. It'll be great. I don't know. This was weird. I didn't like it. But hey, that could make that could make sense. But I must admit, I I think Shayna is growing on me. Sure, because I, sure. I think she looks. I was gonna say looks awful, <laughs> but like in like a heel way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She looks like a menacing. She Gary. doesn't look greasy. <laughs> <laughs> she looks greasy. She does all the time. Um, oh. But she, like, it looks like it hurts. I love the stomping on the limbs sure, thing. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. That'll be fine. I just didn't like this ending. It could have been better. Um, let's go to our feedback for this week. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night, I put up the forum here to post. You can post your questions and. And uh, comments for us to read here on this show, forum.postwrestling.com. I'm going to go from Alex K. from Toronto, Ontario. He says, hey guys, good episode of NXT as they set up the takeover. Uh, Lars laying out black was good to make us believe Lars could win, although this really feels like the big guy getting fed to Hogan during his WWF days, kind of like how we said. Uh, Dakota Kai really felt like an afterthought when Nikki Cross showed up. If they're trying to make Kai the next version of Bailey, I think they're going to have they're doing it the wrong way as she has nothing more than a glorified jobber during this match. He says, I like the segment on Bianca and Lacey Evans, but I also think they're building up the heel side of the female division way too much and the baby side very little. What do you think? Yeah, that's pretty true. They're, a lot of, they're focusing on a lot of the heels. We, we didn't actually discuss the uh, Bianca Belair thing. Yeah. Much. Well, it was just pretty like, short. So. It, I, it seemed like she was a face. You said, you said halfway through, it's like, oh, they're building her as face. Oh, no, she's... She's, She's still a heel. Make her a face then. Make her a face then. Because this guy, this guy is right here. There's too many heels now. Shane is, Shane is a champion. She's a heel. So it's like, fuck off. Get her yeah. some... Where's Kyrie? Like, let's go. 
Um, just yeah. give us Kyrie. Yeah, just give us Kyrie. Um, DC underscore NXT. Um, oh, sorry, Dan from Florida. He says, thanks for the shout out last week. He says, I'll do my best to chime in with feedback from the live shows. He's the guy who has been going to these, oh, these shows here. Oh, amazing. Great. He says, um, looking forward to your discussion of Pusha T ethering Drake. I know you have to love the Toronto connection, but that was the strongest beef track of all time. It'll be interesting to see if Drake ever responds. He's very true. It was a pretty much an ether, but Drake is not out yet. It's like wrestling. It's never over. It's never say never in the world of hip-hop or it's wrestling. It's never over. It's over my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, this was an interesting episode. It was the end of the first night of taping, so the crowd was dead for most of the night. But they snuck in the Ricochet Dream segment for the middle of the segment randomly. Um, he says they switched it out of the order to keep people awake. Um, they pl- okay. They really played up EC3's annoyance with Gargano interrupting. Maybe he will interject in the street fight. I hope not. I hope not. He says Eichner's I- splash off the top rope to the outside is one of the wildest moves I've ever seen in person. Rewatch that part of the match and check out the GIF, and you can see. Uh, it gets crazy height and comes now nearly head first. I'm surprised they didn't show more of it during the show. He is a good addition. To, he will be a good addition to 205 Live. Eichner will be, he says, even though he's 220. Um, thank you, Dan. Thanks for uh, being our live guy. If yeah, you ever go to the tapings it, there. That's, that's cool, yeah. And it kind of makes sense, as you said, like because you were saying it's kind of a bit flat, parts of it. Yeah, like, this episode was flat, yeah. I thought so. This is the first episode. Like, we've, it's we've, interesting when you say, like, Tapings are weird, and I, I because I don't know how they work out. Mm-hmm. So when I see, when I see back to back weeks, them continue the same story with sure. something. I'm like as a crowd, how can you take that when it's true? Someone is wiped out, and then they're they're actually back later that night. Yeah, or whatever. It's true. Um, it's, yeah. So keep them coming. Please. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you go to any NXT live shows uh, anywhere, if you're in Florida, if you're in uh, Full Sail, there, or you go to any of the live shows. Tweet us at the Bray D at Davey Portman and tell us you know stuff that you see at the live shows or who you see on the shows and stuff like that. We're always interested in that. Um, Moarford, um, this is Moarford. Uh, he says Alistair is a cool champion, but he should work on his promo skills. Someone that cool looking shouldn't sound like a normal guy. And when he's brought up to the main roster, he shouldn't talk. He should just kick people in the head. I see the Daniel Bryan concussion angle now. Ooh. That's some some good booking there. Uh, War Raiders do good work. I should seek out more of their older matches. Yes, yes I highly should. recommend yeah. watching some of War Machine stuff, especially in Ring of Honor and stuff, New Japan Crazy. He says, EC3 got snubbed. Ha 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 ha. Johnny and Chapa are having a street fight. That's kind of lame, but I'm sure they'll turn it into something special. Ricochet Dream have a fantastic segment. The match in Chicago should be great. The women's division is lacking. It's developmental after all, but Baszler does the show Promise. I like her I-can-fuck-anyone-up attitude. Um, however, Baszler has time right now to make mistakes and improve, which is true. He kind of said all the things that we yeah. kind of just said. Um, Dustin from Maui. Wow, we have someone Maui? listening to Maui. Big fan of the podcast. Great NXT episode. Ricochet is legit a superhero. And it was great to see Donovan Dijak finally debut. Yeah, that flip was a very superhero flip. Yeah. That's true. He is a superhero. Yeah. Like, that's his gimmick. Like, I do flips and I'm cool and I'm badass. And do flips. And I'm cool. And do flips. <laughs> it's like in those Avengers movies. Everyone's when, like, doing excessive when, flips. When, like, somebody, yeah. someone... <laughs> like, is it Civil War when yeah. Spider-Man... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, what's up, guys? It was like that. It's like, all right, you're walking up the ramp. Boom! <laughs> Flip of the rope into your face. Um, question. With the rumored newest signees, Keith Lee, Tony Storm, and uh, Io Shirai... 
Shiri Shiray. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name properly, but I know I know who he's talking about. Uh, being ad being added to an already stacked roster, and that the rumor that NXT might be moving to FS1. Do you think that we want to? Do you guys want to see NXT episodes expand to two hours? Thanks again, guys. No, I don't want to see a two-hour show. It's already it already sometimes feels long. An episode like today, where it's just kind of like filler shit. Um, I know it's leading up to stuff, but trust me, if it's imagine imagine one of the filler episodes of NXT being two hours long. No, you wouldn't want to do it. I'm sorry, but it's not. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I. It wouldn't be as good. It would it would hurt it. Less is more. WWE doesn't know that. True. <laughs> Trust me. You want to watch five hour pay per views every month? Nah, I'm good. Trust me. I can't even I th- watch. I it think they'd have days. to make Takeover three hours though. Takeover, they'd have, sure. Yeah, they'd have to break the format. Takeover, or- sure. But NXT, no. Um, and last one here, uh, Evil. <laughs> I don't think it's the actual Evil, but his picture is of Evil I, I from like, New Japan. I'd like to think it's Evil. <laughs> All right, Japan. so Evil from New Japan is commenting here. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> he says, the Ricochet, Velvet- the Ricochet Velveteen Dream segment restored my faith in all things wrestling for selfish reasons. I hope these two stay in NXT forever or until Vince retires. He says, the return of Nikki Cross to the ring was awesome. Do you think she'll get the belt? Or do you think they're going to make Shayna a destroyer? This episode was great, but needed more. More Adam Cole. Yeah, it did. It did need more yeah, Adam I don't Cole. know what they're doing with the North American title for the next thing. Uh, we'll We've only got it a couple out, yeah. weeks. Oh, uh, I think it's uh, Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, um, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream restoring his faith is true. There's something fresh about it. It's something good. I really, really like the Dream. I really, really like Ricochet right now. I think this program is, is really good. I yeah. think it's, it'll th- Don't sleep on that because it'll be such a good match. I don't think Shayna will drop to Nikki. I think uh, Nikki will lose and... Sanity still haven't debuted on SmackDown, so I think true. Uh, they'll sure. wait for that. Yeah, that's not that's fair. She could still join that crew yeah. up there on the main roster, and then Big Cass can join them, and then Nia Jax will join them. It'll be great on the main roster. I really don't like the main roster, um, but uh, that's all our feedback, and that's the end of our show. So uh, uh, thank you to everyone listening. Forum.postwrestling.com is where we post the feedback uh, every week. Postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, we'll post up the interview with you and your, your mates. With, uh, yeah, myself and Amir Jordan. Uh, that should be up any time now. Yeah, we'll post it up probably. Uh, if you're listening to this Thursday, we'll post it up maybe Thursday night or Friday or something like that. We'll post it. And then uh, hopefully we have some more interviews in the near future and stuff. And uh, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, just, you know, follow me at Davey Portman, Instagram, Twitter. Um, give me your feedback. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. At the Bray D on Twitter, Instagram, we post our stuff of me and you going out and singing karaoke and getting fa. Uh, maybe we'll get a picture with our Okada-looking sixty-two-year-old. Uh, we should. Server. Oh, we should. That'd be really. He loves funny. us. He loves us so much. Um. So uh, I hope you guys love us as much as uh, do. So um. How about we end here with uh, the Enzo Amore song? Let's end with that. Phoenix from Real One here. I won't play a Pusha T diss track because I'm from Toronto. I have to support my Drake. But uh, um, Enzo Amore, Real One Phoenix. Thank you for listening every Thursday, Wednesday, postwrestling.com, iTunes, all that. Thank you. I love you. Be safe. Ahoy. Yeah. Big Crunch is a joy at my funeral. Yeah. Big Crunch is a joy at my funeral. Still a rock.
From the ashes like a phoenix, middle finger to the sky, gripping my consensual penis. Lying ass hoe out in Phoenix. When I say this shit, I mean it. Fuck you, Marks, I hate it. This for all my fans are waiting. Entertainment's hottest free agent. Bitch, I'm reading. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.